Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Tree Kring. Trico. That's correct. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Fjudkip. Mudkip. <laughs> nice. Fjudkip. It doesn't work, but it works, you know? That's what they always say about my last name. Fjudkip, welcome to the show. Welcome to a new season. Well, I guess it's like a sub-season, right? Our, our season taxonomy is a disaster, Buttcatchers. We just barely touch it anymore. What is this, 6C? Uh, I guess. I mean, I like lumping them just up as 6A as whatever the first game is and then whatever we play as the interstitial. 6B is the hero, second game, and then whatever we do on the tail end. But yeah, it's C. You could also call it C. Welcome to season 6C, Buttcatchers. <laughs> we are playing through a handsome game called Pokemon Alpha Sapphire slash Omega Ruby. Beautiful water animation, just like Nintendo always does. The game looks great. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about last season where X and Y looked better than I remembered, but I also in the back of my head was like, I think that Omega Ruby was even better looking. Blew it all out, like left it all out on the field. Everything's animated, moving, like there's beautiful like force perspective where you're kind of like seeing things off in the distance. Gorgeous game. The opener where you see Birch in 2D, like the original yeah. Ruby and Sapphire, and then it pulls Looked out great. to reveal that your character is playing it on a Game Boy. Your mom and like the two like machamps that are apparently like oh the Hulk cucking you or something. Jokes, yeah. Oh yeah. Have like forced you to st- to like ride in the back of the moving van, <laughs> and they're doing Lord knows what up front. <laughs> One of them like. So this is the intro to the game. But catchers, it's season 60. We're playing through Alpha Sapphire, Omega Ruby. Omega Ruby. I'm playing Sapphire. Sapphire. What? Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, no, I don't. It's Oras. Well, it's, Omega's first. it's Asor. Um, <laughs> I'm playing Sapphire and Josh is playing Ruby. Yeah. Before we get into the plot of the game, Joshua, I want to talk about my history with this game. Oh, you have a history? I do too. Yes. I didn't know that you did. It's the only modern Pokemon game I've played to completion. Wow, interesting. And the full end game. Why this game? Just for fun. It came out and I was like, oh, I never played Ruby Sapphire. Maybe I should play it. And just bought Omega Ruby and played it as a game. Interesting. Like one plays a game. What did you think? I thought it was great. I mean, it was like, it was the first Pokemon game I had played seriously, like past the first couple gyms since Red Blue. So it was like my essentially second Pokemon game. Wow, that is so strange to go from Red and Blue to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. And it was whenever it came out, like 2016 or whatever, like several years ago now already. Yes, we should say, what year was it? 2014. 2014. Yeah, it was It was eight years ago. <laughs> it was already almost a decade ago. And did you do Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire? Omega Ruby. That's the one I still had on my Game Boy when we went to go buy our games, and you forced me to get Alpha <laughs> Sapphire. You didn't tell me that you already also had Omega Ruby. We could have just <laughs> resolved that differently. <laughs> I had already missed the boat on Nintendo closing no new downloads on the eShop. Like, you can't put money into the eShop anymore. You just have to do everything through eShop cards. You can do a very complex eShop card thing, which is what I did to get that Toga Kiss in the first part of the season. Yeah. Because I had to get bank 
and then transfer it actually from my old Omega Ruby game, which I've since deleted, obviously. What a shame. Oh, I took photos of my previous team here. This is from when you played it back in 2014. Yeah, the last boot up prior to this was, I think, March 2015. Were we already friends in 2014? Of course. Surely. We met in 2011. Come on. There was a long tradition of me buying the both of us both versions of every new Pokemon game as they came out. That's true. So there's a chance that this was one of those. I would think so. You remember um, Martin the Manectric, by any chance? Or Frank the Sceptile? Or perhaps Alteria the Alteria? We're not talking about your old Pokemon team. I'm just telling you where I was. We're talking about our new... In 2015. Our new rise to glory with two new characters who I guess we should probably introduce, shouldn't we? We should. Well, I guess let's first talk about the rules to the season because I think it's going to inform a lot of probably our character development. Oh my God, yeah. We're doing what we're calling wedlock and we understand that someone has already called something wedlock, but their thing is misnamed and ours is the actual it's very wedlock. heteronormative and problematic and yeah. so and we're they try to say it, like why are they it? stealing the name of my thing be like stop being so heteronormative exactly it's our thing now it's our thing now we're reclaiming it for the gays and the allies <laughs> yeah yeah finally <laughs> finally a win for the allies the allies have finally done something and it is reclaiming wedlock on behalf of their Queer brethren, yep. and in this wedlock, what we do is essentially a nuzlocke. Yes. So we'll go over some of that. And then on top of that is the selection of Pokemon that we can use have been selected by our wife, in Tanner's case, and our husband, in my case. So spouses in general. So if you want to play along, we encourage you, if it's just a partner, it's a best friend, you know, whatever... Whoever a peer, a colleague, a counselor, somebody who you're close with and you want them to uh, lock you in to a certain set of Pokemon that you have to use. We'll do it. We'll do it. No, it's, we'll do it's it. a lot of work. I'm not doing that. I'll do it. There's 211 Pokemon in the Pokedex. I'm going to do it and I'm going to publish it on Twitter. And if you don't have someone who you can ask for their list, you can use mine. Mine will be a backup list for you guys. The gauntlet is down. So Tanner has to do that now. Yes, so let's go through the, the rules real quick. It's modified Nuzlocke. So mm-hmm. if a Pokemon faints in a battle, they die and they get released at the next opportunity. That's number one. That is every Nuzlocke. And the, the modification that we have to adhere to is that when that happens to one of our Pokemon, we have to write a song or generate a parody song in eulogy to the fallen Pokemon and sing it on the air. Yes, bug catchers who listen to the original Nuzlocke run for Fire Red and Leaf Green, you'll remember that. And we got some requests over the years, which is crazy to say, to bring it back. So we're doing it. Yep. And some of us might even be doing it in this episode. Who could say? Let's see, what are the other What are the other rules that we had? Core rule number two, you may only catch the first Pokemon encountered in each area. And if that Pokemon faints or flees the battle, you don't get another opportunity to catch a Pokemon in that area ever again. That's not what we're doing here. Because we have such limited sets of Pokemon to choose from, the new rule is that we get to catch the Pokemon on the list that Bobby and Jamie have supplied for us. But if they die, they still do die for real. Yeah, yeah. Same rules still apply. It would just be too hard if you're working with a really limited list. Like, there'd be whole routes where you wouldn't be able to catch anything. So... 
We're going to modify that roll a little bit for this as well. And if you want to play a normal Nuzlocke or modify it with a mix, that's cool with us. Yeah. But this is what this is what we're doing. We won't yuck any yums. No. Yeah. So we're we're honoring what our spouses have chosen. And if you are playing wedlock, you can honor your partner in the wedlock by catching as many as you want from the approved list. Or something that you we had to work through is that if there's like a worm pull, for example, in my case, which I am not allowed to use, but the final evolution is usable, yep. then you can capture the base form. You just can't use any of the versions that are unacceptable in gym battles or official like when Tanner and I battle. Yeah, nothing official. Or battle with a guest or whatever. You can train it up until it gets to the point where you can use it, but you can't use it in gym battles or anything official. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are allowing static encounters and legendaries to be used this time yeah because our list is so limited (laughs) yeah jamie and bobby did not give us a ton to work with so um if we had 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 to cut those things we would have had to cut pretty significant yeah tanner's got 90 in his pokedex i believe and i have in his jamie decks and i have a 105 in my bobby decks yeah bobby's a a much more loving man He's got a much warmer heart, much more open to these disgusting little Pokemon. Yeah, I was surprised by some of them. Yeah. The third core rule is that you must name all the Pokemon you catch in order to form close and meaningful bonds with them. Yep. And the final rule, no restarting or reloading just because something didn't go your way. There are no mayor cheats. I mean, that sounds pretty good there, Josh. We'll we'll formalize that and we'll put it into a graphic and we'll pin it to the top of our Twitter. Right. That's wedlock. It's the new wedlock. I don't know what the old wedlock was, but it doesn't matter anymore. It's a blip in history. Already forgotten. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you a single damn thing about it except that it was problematic. <laughs> yeah, we and it was problematic. And so that's why it got canceled and swept under the rug. We are playing Oras, we are playing those modified rules, and of course, Joshua, we have some guys. We do. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Please. My character this season is Papa Cultura. Lovely. And it seems like it's going to be another very culturally sensitive season from Josh. Last season was the French. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we got? Who's, who's in your crosshairs this season? Papa- the Italians? Cultura is the name of Italy's biggest hip-hop culture podcast (laughs) and also the name of its host and our protagonist, Uh an Italian man who's traveling abroad to report on the biggest celebrities he meets along the way. Perfect. But like we've learned recently, Brad Pitt, who obviously Papa Cultura can't wait to meet, he has face blindness. So Papa Cultura uh, isn't totally sure what any of the celebrities that are sort of on his hit list are supposed to look wow, like. Wow, what a like fun life for him though. You know, like so much wonder, so much joy. Uh-huh. Always think you're seeing a celebrity. Practically everybody he meets is a celebrity who he has been waiting to meet and the Italian people surely are excited to meet. To to say ciao to, that that is. <laughs> So. Can't wait. And you're going to do like what, a, a, an Italian impersonation all season? Uh, not any further than uh, Ciao and uh, Respete, of course. That's a classic. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I mean, I think that I mentioned the only phrases that I know in Italian are requesting ashtrays and carafes <laughs> of the house red. That sounds right. Una carafa di vino rosso della casa. 
Per favore is the carafe of house red wine. Um, how about this? And porta cenere is ashtray because I always smoke in Europe. You're going to have to learn how to say in Italiano. Sorry, I just had to get one out of my system. Anusarte dopo. What is that? I smell you later. <laughs> oh, that wait. Anusarte dopo. That's a lot easier. Anusarte dopo. That's a lot easier than French. <laughs> yeah, French. A lot you could, easier you than French. You never got the hang of. Anusarte dopo. Well, I've been to Italy three times, humble brag. So, well, I understand it more. I like what I'm seeing. I can't wait to hear your Italian Im- impression all season. I don't think you can get canceled for uh, Italian accents, can you? I don't think so. We've been using Respette for a couple of years, so it seems like we're probably fine. Someone would have complained by now, right? It's out of a deep Respette for the Italian people. <laughs> yeah. Who uh, Who are you this season? Ahoy there, Joshua. <laughs> we meet again. Ahoy, ahoy. Tis I, Admiral Squirt. Oh, my God. Yar, yar. I've gone up in the ranks quite a bit since, what was that, Red Blue? No more Captain Mr. Squirt. No, and I'm not even Mr. Squirt anymore. Oh. I'm just Admiral Squirt. Oh, wow. You really, really cleaned up your act. Yeah. Um, I Googled Navy ranks, and they said Admiral's the best one. So. And they just gave you that. Um, I'm Admiral Squirt. I'm like the king of the Navy, um, and I'm retired, and I'm a, an old man now. Where'd you choose to uh, settle down? Well, we heard good things, the missus and I, Mrs. Squirt. Um, we heard good things about the Hoenn region. We lived in Canto uh, originally, but we've, we're moving to, we've moved to the Hoenn region. But wouldn't you know it, that rascal bad Josh, he found us. He did? Yeah. He hasn't given up? No, he's not even in this game. He's working off camera, and his machinations have become nefarious. He's um, He got a hold of a list of Mrs. Squirt's favorite Pokemon. Oh, no. And he's systematically destroying all of them. Oh, my God. Because uh, he just hates love, you know? And he hates joy, and he hates people to be happy. That is sort of bad Josh's way. I don't know much. So my mission, Captain uh, Admiral Mr. Squirt, my mission is to journey across the Hoenn region, catching as many of Mrs. Squirt's favorite Pokemon as I can to bring back to our, our lovely little garden. And I'm going to use them to rip bad Josh in half when I get my hands on him. My slacking is just going to grab this dude by the collarbones and rip him in half. Wow. Yeah. Slacking is one of the ones that you want to save, huh? I mean, I don't, but the missus does. Oh, right, 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 yeah. M- Mrs. Squirt has some uh, interesting tastes. Oh, yeah, she's, as you'll discover when we do level check later, um, my, wi- my wife, and I get to do that a lot this season. <laughs> That's good that. for you, yeah. That'll be your accent. She has pretty interesting taste in Pokemon, I would say. She's coming at it with a pretty fresh perspective, you know? So maybe I'm jaded, you know? It's like maybe I'm not, maybe like... Maybe I didn't give Surskit enough of a chance. <laughs> I think yeah, probably gave it too much of one. <laughs> well, there's one on my team, so... Any second thought is more than enough. <laughs> Bobby took one look at that thing. <laughs> he was like, I hate that. We almost have... I never want to see it again. We have all, almost all the same Pokemon, with a few notable exceptions. But well, that's bound to happen at this stage. Let's talk about the game. Let's get into it. 
Let's chop it up. After this break, God, you're such a sucker sometimes. I was trying to make a little root joke. Chopping it up, root. Little root? Oh, the name of the town. Great. <laughs> Josh, mm -hmm. should we tell people that you're also currently suffering through COVID? <laughs> I was almost going to steer into it. And then I was like, what if I just pull it off sounding fine? I mean, I think you've done it so far. I don't know if I actually sound fine. Yeah. So bug catchers, I mean, all of you, please like, you know, fall on your knees, light, light a candle or something. Because when Josh was on his little vacation last week in Chicago. It was a work trip. To go to Lollapalooza to watch Dave Matthews band. <laughs> He caught COVID from all the Dave heads out there in the crowd. Yeah. Now he's quarantined at home <laughs> with COVID. I'm on day three. This is baby's first COVID. Joshy's first COVID. Yeah. You're double vaxxed, though, or double boosted. I am double boosted. Which I guess means double vaxxed, right? I got four total. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. But my doctor said my antibodies were immaculate, and then look at me. So Yeah, you seem totally fine. Be safe out there. You're like Trump. You're like... Look, if I can survive it, anyone can. As soon as I got back, I ripped my mask off. <laughs> I announced to Bobby. <laughs> who also has it. Yeah. As we said, the two Machokes who like are in a relationship with our mom. Yeah, because daddy's too busy being the gym leader over in Pedalburg, so. Yeah, which is like miles away. It is very far. <laughs> this is a, a long leg. They make you do everything. They make you go to like... The first fetch quest, they make you go through the intro forest. A little town on the way. Yep. They make you do it all. They give you the experience share, essentially, right away. Uh, yeah. Wow, what a relief for fucking uh, <laughs> wedlock here. I know. Some guy, like, pops out of the bushes and is like, here, here's the, <laughs> the experience share. <laughs> take it! Just take it! <laughs> but before all that happens, we're in Little Root Town. Yeah. At Mommy's house. It's really, it's Papa Cultura's uh, uh, local stay, you know? Oh, it's your um, your host family? Host family, yeah. Yeah. But even Papa Cultura is like, oh, so he sees the Machoke thing. He's like, oh, so that's how they do it over here in Hoenn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, the Machoke scene. I can't believe there are two Brad Pitts that are married to this woman. <laughs> one of them, like, one of them on the way out of the house. <laughs> stops and like stares you down yeah and then like leaves. when you walk into the into the door frame he's like awooga right and he winks at you and you're like oh my god i don't know what the relationship is with him and my mom but in the world of this obviously i'm an old man right you know i'm an old married man now <laughs> yeah. i'm just visiting my mom i think i helped her move into she moved to hoen to be closer to me and the missus mrs squirt yeah yeah so i'm helping her move in that's cute with her machokes yeah, the ages are getting a little confusing, but I'm going to just move past that. <laughs> I mean, she's very elderly, you know? Those Machokes are like, we hired her to be, them to be like her like guards slash nurses, but she's really developed a, a pretty loving, and I would say, if I can, <laughs> sexual relationship. Yeah, it's progressive for sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why I'm here in, in Little Root Town. Um, but I won't be here long because I'm headed northward, Josh, to Route 101, which is, you know, a route. Yeah. It's the PCH of uh, Hoenn, you know? PCH. That's what they say. Pacific Coast Highway. Coast Highway. I've driven literally the entire length of it. I have not gotten to do the whole thing yet. And by that, I mean from the coast of 
Canada to San Francisco. Oh, okay. Well, that's not it. Also, the most iconic part is arguably the stretch that's San Francisco to San Francisco to LA. I think probably inarguably, perhaps, but that's fine. Yeah. Route 101. The first item that you get shoved into your face is given to you by May. Yeah, who's like your rival? They don't even give you a fucking choice anymore. Yeah, we're stuck with that. And she's also like not a rival. She's like one of these fake rivals. Yeah, this is the first gen where they introduce the like wimpy build we're you like up in this together. Yeah. Rival. We're yeah, sucks. Remember the first couple games? Like one of them was just a twerp and one of them was like a criminal. Right. Like he's going to kill you. The original <laughs> bad Josh is just going to kill you. Yeah. Or Greg. <laughs> yeah. What's your, sorry, Route 101. So we get the, the baseline model is the Poke Nav. So I'll do an item finder. We can leap ahead a little bit because there are a few functions that we get in this whole leg. Through the course of this first adventure, it gets upgraded a few times. And I'm loving it. Yeah, it's so great. I want to know who built this thing. Whoever built this thing is hopping right to the top of my list of Poke Earth oh, Mega Corpse. Yeah, and I think we know who it might be, but we'll get to that later. The PokeNav has a Dex Nav. It's essentially like it's a map, it's a Pokedex, and it's a hunter. Yeah, the main functions are that it allows you, the Dex Nav will tell you whether or not you've caught every Mon in the area. The PokeNav That's will the hunter point you one. toward Pokemon with strange moves and rare abilities, which is great. Cool. And... In general, this PokéNav is just really useful. You sometimes get a little pop-up that's a magnifying glass, and you tap on it, and it'll say nearby is like whatever. Like it's a my Surskit is like it was a level thirteen Surskit in the wild, which was like my guys were like level seven at the time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I gotta go find this thing, and I found it and caught it. So like that's the kind of cool shit you can get, like weirdly overpowered Pokemon. Yeah, I got a Puchina with Thunderfang. Rat. Because of it. So that's super useful already. Oh, and there's this new feature, which I fucking love. It's it's not really new. It's it's We've seen it before in games, but it's sort of like codified here where it's like you'll see these little shapes in the bushes. And if you gently push your joystick, yeah. your guy will tiptoe over there and if you can manage to like creep up on it you initiate a pokemon battle and it's usually one of or not usually but it's sometimes one of these very like great interesting pokemon that's what my puccino was that's already a lot of fun yeah so i'm loving this pokenav plus are these games popular i don't think of them as being popular omega ruby alpha sapphire yeah it's really fun yeah. They added all this cool shit. Like, this catching mechanics stuff is just, like, it's great. X and Y, like, looked good, but it was sometimes rough around the edges with, like, the camera angles. Yes. And so far, it looks like they got a better handle on that in this game because there's more elegant, like, swoops that are not quite, like, top down and then suddenly, like, looking straight forward and you can't right. tell where anything is and it will, like, stop for a second. Like, at some point, May's like, oh, stop. And then you just watch some beautifies like elegantly. Oh yeah, it was great. It was so great. Yeah, I think I think it's looking better. Yeah, already. it's it looks great. It's very fun to play so far. I don't remember enough about Ruby Sapphire. I remember the enemies being kind of corny, except you got the hot ones. Yeah, I, I got the hot ones again. Team Magma, and they're probably gonna look fucking great in this game. Yeah, so far. 
But I remember, I don't know. I don't think of it as a black spot in our history. I think I liked Ruby Sapphire. Oh, yeah. So the game is good. I loved Ruby Sapphire. And it's got a great dex. Yeah. It's got like a real big full dex. It seemed, at least by the time we came onto the scene, and they've now addressed this, obviously, but it seemed like all the discourse was absorbed in, when are they remaking Gen 4? When are we getting a proper remake of Sinnoh? You know? Yeah. Because Platinum was so much better than Diamond and Pearl, and then they ended up getting Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Which, like, everyone hates. And then it seemed like everyone was still upset because of the little knees that we'll experience one day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you don't really hear about this. I feel like you didn't really hear about Gen 6 at all. Like, people don't really talk about X and Y either. Yeah, it's it's true. But, like, X and Y was fun. It was great. Yeah, what's wrong with Gen 6? It does feel like the first gen where it's, like, the, the sort of babification of... Pokemon, to borrow a term from the Mortal Kombat's community. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> the Mortal Kombat community? There's a community? Well, in Mortal Kombat, one of the things you can do is a babification, and it's where you turn, it's like a fatality, but you turn the opponent into a baby. Okay. <laughs> All right, babyfication. Sure, straightforward. How did I not get that? Yeah. And what were we talking about? Babyfication. Yeah, like we already have the experience share before the first gym. Yeah. Exactly. It's babyfication slash setting it up for competitive battles. <laughs> exactly. But like yeah. that's what this like this cool catching mechanic is like, well, only people who like really want to catch high spec Pokemon are gonna give a shit about this. So it's like they've turned the story into babyfication and they've turned like the mechanics into like we see you, like hardcore competitive Pokemon players. Right. Come hardcore competitively Pokemon play our game. Did that sentence make sense? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it worked, ultimately. Yeah. Whoa, I want to take you down to Old Dale Town. <laughs> We're going to go and do nothing. There's nothing here. You don't have to sing unless somebody died, but you're welcome to. No, no, I did. I did the very popular song. I liked it. Old Dale Town. Yeah, Old Dale Town Road. Just a little bypass, just a little a stop on the way. There's a, a Pokemon Center here where you can heal up. I did. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you gotta heal in a in a wedlock. Oh, uh, and and you forget sometimes, don't you, that you're doing a Nuzlocke. And then you'll suddenly remember when, like, your beloved Poochiena is in the red. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. I have to get this thing out of here. Yeah, there's um, those twins uh, that are coming up oh, yeah. outside Rustboro. Yeah. They almost killed my Trico. Because I forgot for a second, and yeah, I was about to use another move when it was forget. down to six hit points, and then I was like, wait a second. I could have lost my fucking Trico. Oh, wait, spoiler alert. My instincts for um for not not letting my Pokemon get killed have been really honed lately because of Pokemon Go, which I'm still playing very seriously. Much more seriously than me. I'm still playing. I'm keeping my skin in the game, but uh, COVID has not been helpful. It's that. much cheaper to heal a Pokemon than it is to revive one in that game. So I'll swap out at the last possible moment often to keep someone from dying. And you get more points in like the rocket battles and stuff if more of them are alive. Sorry, we missed a whole chunk where at the intro, we had to go next door to Professor Birch's place, but he's not there. He's doing field work. And the guy's like, do you know what field work is? And I, I said, of course I do. And he said, let me explain it anyway. 
And then you go and find him, and he's being attacked by a Pucciana. Yeah. And he asks you to take a ball out of his bag and throw it at the Pucciana. And whatever ball you pick becomes your starter Pokemon. I chose, my wife chose two different starter Pokemon. Okay. That were eligible as Jamie's sweeties. Go ahead. I mean, I already accidentally revealed mine. It was Torchic and Mudkip. Wow. Were the two that she allowed me, but she stopped at Torchic. <laughs> Oh, for that whole Combuskin line. and Blaziken did not did not make the cut. Okay, so she's got good taste there. So originally, my wife gave me a list of thirty Pokemon, and I was like, "Hey, this is great. Thank you so much for doing this. Can we beef it up a little bit?" <laughs> and previously, I also only had access to Mudkip and Marshstomp, but on a second pass, she gave me Swampert as well. So it was the only one where I could get to the final evolution. Uh-oh. So I, I chose Mudkip. Fortunate for you, unfortunate for me, uh, the only line where I could have gotten the final evolution is Blaziken, is the only one that made Bobby's list. Okay. And I don't know what that means. <sighs> but it's challenging, certainly. It's challenging. Uh, it makes you a lot of, ask a lot of questions, you know? Yeah. You think you know someone, you know, you've known them for years, you're married to them, spend every day with them, mm-hmm. and then they they say that they like Blaziken. And then Blaziken makes the cut. And then Blaziken makes the cut. And none of the other final evolutions did, but I also allowed Bobby to just pick the starter. All three of the first made it, like Torchic, Mudkip, and Trico. But Trico was his favorite, so I have a Trico. That can only evolve to a Grovile, and then I have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun, having a underpowered Grovile. I ran Sceptile when I played this, and I did not love it, so that just kind of makes me think that I might be a little bit more Devil May Care with this Trico Grovile situation, and if it doesn't make it, then... uh. Oh, I'm looking over Mrs. Squirt's list again, and wow... <laughs> She's giving me some great ones, but some of them, like... There's some lunkers. I don't want to spoil too many of these, but very surprised to see um, Gulpin and Swalot both made the cut. You didn't ask any questions about that? No, and she didn't. She actually, like, she left little notes on a lot of these, and Gulpin and Swalot are unremarkable. She's just like, yeah, why would I not include them? Gulpin and Swalot are not on my list. They're just awful. <laughs> They're just awful little, ugly, awful little Pokemon. Yeah, they're terrible. So we met Birch. We saved him from a dog. Yeah, we, we saved him from the dog. That he couldn't handle. A level five yeah. Puccina. He's like a dork. He's so unprepared that he like is scared by a Puccina. Yeah, and he's like, he's not, he doesn't have... I'm trying to find say this in a way that doesn't just reduce him to his looks, but like he doesn't have the gravity. That's some of these other professors we've seen in seasons past and future have. Yeah. He doesn't have the the presence. I know they're talking about field work, but he feels more like the lab guy. Yeah, for sure. And maybe maybe he is. Like he's walking around in flip flops and shorts. Yeah. Yuck. He's got like a little beard. You're a shorts guy guy? <laughs> But anyway, we leave him pr- behind pretty quickly. And this is all to say, once you leave Old Town, Old Dale Town, you gotta go to Route 103 and face off against your rival. Right, that's what you want to call her, yeah. And for me, May had just Trico. 
<laughs> just a level five Trico. <laughs> yeah, she had a Torchic. Yeah, um, which is obviously pretty quick and, and breezy. Um, yeah, you'd be in a lot of trouble if that battle didn't work out. Now we're back and we're uh, between... We leave Old Dale. We're en route to Petalburg City mm-hmm. because we're going to go find Daddy. We're going to go say hi to Daddy. Papa Cultura wants to just go about the land. Yeah, he's looking for celebs. He's like a fucking... Yeah. He's like a bloodhound, you know? And his homestay host recommended going over and uh, meet... Daddy. Norman. Yeah, Norman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you... you he knows um, a lot of celebs. <laughs> he's not ready to... He's not ready to take you on yet, no. you know? Oh, my God. But we should talk about yeah. Wally. Before we can leave town, God. we're accosted by this twerp. More twerpy and sickly than ever before in full 3D. Yeah, like wringing his hands and like looking up at you with little puppy well, oh, dog eyes. Oh, sir, oh, may I have a, may I have a Pokemon, yeah. please? Yeah. Even though his family's like rich, seemingly. They're so, his family's so weird. He lives next door to the Pokemon gym and his family's like, God, thank you so much for... Like, helping our son. You're the first person who's ever talked to him before. He's loved Pokemon his whole life, and now he actually has one. Because you do help him catch a Ralts. It's like, what? His iconic I want a fucking Ralts. Yeah, I'd love to have a Ralts right now. (laughs) There's Ralts in these grasses? No, just not for you, just for Wally. Yeah. Then we're en route to Rustboro City. The major landmark between here and Rustboro, Josh, is the forest, Petalburg Woods. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Mr. Briny is here. Yeah. And Pico. Yeah, and Pico. Admiral Squirt must be very familiar with Briny, Mr. Briny. Oh, yeah. We we went to Naval Academy together, and (laughs) we actually fought in a huge naval battle. Wow. Okay. It was the war that Lieutenant Surge was in. Jesus. I God, I always thought... Captain Mr. Squirt was more of a recreational cruise kind of guy, but I guess... Started that way, but then duty called, you know? Yeah, they had to enlist that merchant marine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went and fought the Reggie Gigas. Wow. I guess that's part of how he got his his uh, stars, his wing. What is it? It's not wings. His wings, yeah. Because <laughs> it's boats. <laughs> yeah. That's how he got his oars, to become admirable. Admiral. And admirable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Petalburg Woods. Oh, Josh, a classic. A classic intro woods. Best looking one so far. Fight some bug catchers. Yeah. Sorry, bug catchers. Catch some, some shrimpy little Pokemon. Catch your zigzagoons. Catch your uh, your shroomishes. Catch your tailos, you know? Yes. Catch your slackoths, which I think we both managed to do. I caught a slackoth, which I was very happy about. But I also caught on Route 104, I should have said, the little Mr. Briny root. Right before this. Yeah. That has the rich boy Winston who you have to crush. Oh, yeah. His floppy hair and his little suit. What does he say? He says something ridiculous. Did you capture what he said? He says, would you like to battle? I have lots of money. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I didn't ask, but I will battle you. I wonder what happens if you lose, which I couldn't find out under these circumstances. But after you beat him, he's like, oh, I guess money can't buy you that everything, which is sort of like what you teach all of those little barons in, uh, in Kalos, too. At the, uh, the battle chateau. Yes. Uh, and I'll be conducting this. It, it's sort of it's a mix of Bobby's Sweetie like I did in Pokemon Go in the interstitial episodes. 
but it's it's Joshy's sweetie again, but I am selecting from Bobby's sweeties, so. Right, right. The first one is Taylo. Okay, good. I like it. I've got one. Taylo's on my list, too, although it has not made the team yet. Something I'll be doing for this season, at least most of the time, is I will try to capture quotes from Bobby about why he made his selections so that we can take a peek behind the curtain, a pico behind the curtain. So about Taylo. I think she looks sweetly conspiratorial and like she might surprise you with what's under those wings, you know? Huh. Probably not. Probably just a bird body. Sweet bird body. But I like where his head's at. Yeah, I like where his head's at. I like the big eyes and like the illustration is very like conspiratorial. I see that. Yeah, I like I like Taylor. And Swellow is very handsome. Yeah. Swellow is on my list too. I just don't know if I have a place in my team for a, a flying type right now. Pure flying type. Hey, buddy. Let's see what happens before you start making declarations like I don't have space for a flying type on my team flying normal but i do have i do have space for several bugs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a Taylo is exotic at this point so i was happy with it yeah so we're through the woods and we're in rustboro city a vibrant community so much happening here so many things to go to see and do mm-hmm the first on my list was cutter house i went and talked to this man who gave me hmo one cut yeah can't use it yet but Got it. Got it. What about you? What was your top highlight? Well, there were two standouts for me. One is Pokemon Trainer School. Yes. Which I don't know if you talked to the guy who's up front. Yeah, he also said something weirdly cryptic, right? (laughs) He, He goes, hey, I'm not a weird man. I'm the head of this school. What? That's the the weirdest thing you could say, guy. So lock you up. You are a weird guy. This school needs to be investigated immediately if the first guy you talk to says, I'm not a weird man. Only weird guy would say that. That's exactly what a weird man says. Yeah, he did end up being pretty nice. (laughs) And then the, um, the teacher, the head teacher up front, he also is a freak show where he's like, Students who don't study get a little taste of my quick claw, you see. I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah. He's like killing people. So they're like caning people. Like, that's for po. Hey, guy, that's for Pokemon. He's like putting it on his hand and like claw. He's like Freddy Krueger. That is messed up. Jesus. Never really thought about that. What happens if you put a Pokemon's held item on yourself? Yeah, it's like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Well, that's definitely what's going on in the school is a Freddy Krueger situation. The other huge landmark here in Rustboro is it's the headquarters of the Devon Corp. Devon Corporation. Which I think both you and I had already rated pretty highly on our first run through of this game. Sylph-like found dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of got everything. They like make the sneakers, I think. <laughs> they make the sneakers... We get them in the original in Ruby and Sapphire from somebody here. Yeah. From Devon. But we just start with them now. But that's implied. It's a Devon thing. The um, receptionist up front at Devon Corp also specifically says that Devon Corporation is the proud producer of items and medicine that enhance your life. I'm like, sounds like boner pills. Sounds good. (laughs) You got it all. From shoes to boner pills. (laughs) Um, 
And uh, yeah, the headquarters looks great. Yeah, oh, it looks stunning. Full 3D, beautiful. Yeah. You can go into their um, the employee housing, which looked quite nice for what it is. And you get a premiere ball from somebody. More bonus points to Devon Corp for having very kindly, generous employees and their children, one of whom is an ace trainer. And speaking of um, <laughs> putting a, a Pokemon item on yourself, did you notice this, Tanner? Like, there's an ace trainer on one of the floors in the employee housing who will give you a float stone. Oh, yeah. And you take it. And if you go back, because I went up the floor and then came back, and then I was like, wait, who's this new trainer? And because it's previously an ace trainer, like, sprite. You go back, it becomes a hiker sprite. And then if you talk to him, he's like, huh, uh, for some reason, I've put on a lot of weight recently. And that was like, <laughs> I don't remember that. They didn't really have the technology, I guess, in Gen 3, oh, but yeah. um, they could have swapped the sprite anyway. But I don't remember that touch. And I was like, I wish I'd caught that because that's a nice that's fun little um, Easter egg of. Uh, so now we know the floatstone going away. Any human can use any Pokemon held item. Confirmed. We just confirmed that. And it like does magic like it changes your sprite. Yeah, that's what they say in the as seen on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Go from an ace trainer to a hiker <laughs> or, or vice versa. Yeah. That's it, and then all we have is the Rustboro gym. Yeah. There's no fetch quests. There's no, like, the trainer isn't in the gym. She's there. Her name's Roxanne. She introduces herself when you walk in. It's very nice. Her gym looks incredible. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. It's so good looking. Her gym is a huge cave, and in the back where she is, it's all, like, rocky, craggy cave walls, but they've carved in the like um i don't even remember what their names are the the three fossil pokemon yeah there's a um that you can get what is it like a lilip an anorith or like uh i think maybe there was a kabutops in there too i'm looking for a picture on the on bulbapedia armaldo maybe it's um kabutops the flower that like ancient flower yeah cradley and then there's like a dragonite or something on the wall behind her yeah, I don't really know. I mean, the back one just sort of looks like... Maybe it's not even a Pokemon. Like, it's kind of generic. I think it's probably a Dragonite, right? They have the little horns. Yeah, it, it's sort of like how... Um, in what gen was that with the uh, archaeologists where they keep calling... Um, I think Necreen... Was it Necreen Museum? When uh, Lenora's husband, who's the curator, is like... Yeah, we don't know where this, like, dragon is from. And it just looks like, obviously, a dragonite. It's, like, the same setup. There's some sort of, like, obvious dragon-looking, probably, dragonite here. Oh, yeah. I just lo looked it up, and someone said, it's dragonite as a callback to Black and White's museum. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Okay, I just pieced that together, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. I also loved the Necreen gym. Yeah. Um, that's in that museum. But I would put this up in the same category, where you get the mix of the fossils... And then there's also a bunch of, I just love when they do the little display cases. Yeah, it looks Because they were doing that at um, that like stone emporium in, uh, in Lumios. Yeah. In X and Y. Like they do the little display cases really nicely and they, they're getting more and more detailed. And they have that up front. So this is a very tasteful gym. Good job, Roxanne. Let's take a look at her. Do we want to um, talk about our teams first? Yeah. Let's do a level check. Level check. Level check. You there, Boyle. Would you like to hear about my 
band of uh, salty sailors. Uh, si, per favore. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Pretty good. It says Papa Cultura. Yeah. <laughs> All of my Pokemon are named after things that my wife, Mrs. Squirt, and I both love mutually. Ooh, that's cute. Whidbey. Lombre. Level 15. Whidbey Island. Whidbey Island. That's a good choice. Where we went on our honeymoon. Beautiful place. I agree. Scotty B. Named after Scotty Barnes. Who? The Toronto Raptors. Okay. Mudkip. Oh, so the basketball players are coming back, too. 14. Yeah. Bass Brook. I think the official name of the creek that runs through my backyard. Please do not hunt me down. Oh, creek check. It runs through a lot of backyards, so good luck. Of the famous creek check. Sir Skit, level 14. Don't know what I'm going to do with this thing, but it's here for now. Are you allowed to use Masquerain, too? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So maybe I'll run a Masquerain. I don't know. Yeah, I see what happens, man. Uh, Grand Army, Wingle, level 11. Uh, both the Oyster Restaurant in uh, Borham Hill and the Plaza. I was going to ask, and I agree. They're both good. And then Hercules, Puchena, level 13, named after our dog, Hercules. Sweetie. They look sort of similar. Definitely, yeah. Hercules has like a smushed face, like an Ewok, but same coloration. Yeah, I think Lillipop is maybe closest. Yeah, Hercules looks like a Lillipop. Yeah. Except the same color as a Puchena. Yeah. And finally, Lobster Roll, Slack Off, level 10. Can't go wrong. She has the whole run. Slack off to slacking, so you better you better believe. Uh, and now that we have this clause about once the Band-Aid is ripped off, we can do whatever we want, catch as many different ones as we want, maybe I'll catch one that has really good stats. Yeah, I think that's okay. Good. That makes it a little bit more fun. Lobster roll. You're going to be on the team for a long time, my friend. If I had to guess. <laughs> Papa, hey, Papa Cultura, tell me about your team. See... <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be doing that. <laughs> I'm just perfecting my Mario impersonation. <laughs> you don't make fun of Papa Cultura. <laughs> Papa Cultura's got uh, the first celebrities. <laughs> the first celebrities that Papa Cultura has encountered. There are six total, but you'll only be hearing about five. Oh boy. Why? So why? What happened? Well, we'll get to that, Joshua. What happened? We'll get to that. We got Steve Buscemi, Trico, level fourteen. Pretty unique face, honestly. These are being named by Bobby as well. Yeah, <laughs> hard to believe someone wouldn't under would would mistake Steve Buscemi for someone else. It's got a distinct look. Then that's Trico, Papa Cultura, spitting image <laughs> when you're face blind. Yeah, Charlize Theron. Yeah. Pride of South Africa. Puccina, level 12. <laughs> the only one that I can run. Mightyena is not approved. So. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks for you. Jamie Jamie approved Mightyena, but I, I don't think I like Mightyena all that much. I don't know. It's kind of like basic. I don't really care. I think Puccina is very cute, oh, and it yeah. loses a lot of its charm when it, when it upgrades, downgrades. For I'm concerned. Yeah, like when Charlize had to become monster, huh? Oh yeah. You know? Well, it's like it was such a crucial moment in her acting career, but also like they put all that like ugly person makeup on her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we won't be seeing that here. Uh Tom Cruise, Beautifly, level ten. Yeah, I have a Beautifly too. That thing evolves pretty early, huh? <laughs> yeah, it just evolved. But I don't I think I boxed mine. 
because I don't, gosh, I just don't know if I have a place for it on my team right now. Then we have Madonna, who is that Taylo that we were talking about, level 13. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A beauty, both of them. And saucy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti, Slackoff, level nine. Yeah. One time I was at a play and he was loudly eating peanut M&Ms behind me. Where's Fete? Yeah. I love Paul Giamatti. Or I think it was him. I don't know. Maybe I have this face blindness that Papa Cultura has. <laughs> but either way, you were you were like, well, obviously, Paul Giamatti is the one who would be knocking back peanut M&Ms. Well, I saw when I entered the theater and got to my seat, I saw that Paul Giamatti was sitting directly behind me. And I nudged my wife, who's the actual theater fan of the two of us, and said, right. Paul Giamatti behind us. And then I heard him and, and smelled him eating peanut M&Ms. Oh, directly behind what a smell that must have been yeah coming out of paul giamatti's mouth yes please (laughs) that's your slack off level nine huh that's all that papa cultura is working with because he experienced a uh a loss of a celebrity back in roxanne's gym no joshua let's let's get to roxanne's gym because roxanne is a what is she ground type rock rock type roxanne rock yeah yeah Roxanne. Yeah. She's only got two Pokemon, a Geodude and Tanner's You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Nose, Nose pass. pass. Of course. Looks terrible. Looks awful in 3D. <laughs> it's, yeah. It like just sort of like rocks, you know? It's got like, it's got no articulation. God, it sucks. It rocks back and forth. I hate when you can see that it has it looks like i like holes in it's the bottom of its the soles of its feet of its stubs or like hooves yeah and i don't know what the that's like its mouth it's like where it sucks nutrients up from the ground like whatever it is it's bad it's like nose feet Ugh. plus its big nose and its ugly face i absolutely creamed roxanne i have a lombre who's grass water and i have a mudkip who's water and a surskit who's water bug Mm -hmm. so had a pretty good run oh by the way i don't know if i mentioned this through sheer happenstance when my wife jamie my wife jamie greenring chose her list of pokemon for some reason she was very drawn to the water pokemon it runs in the family which is how admiral squirt got involved in this whole endeavor to begin with so expect to see a lot of water pokemon on my team this season. but not fully monotype not You're fully not monotype. Going that again. no but jamie did for some reason pick a ton of water type pokemon i guess they're cuties i think it is also statistically the most populous group so it's like biased that way too yeah well let me tell you something about a water pokemon that i had that i did not think was going to run into any problems in here yeah please it's kill count Oh, my kill count's zero, Josh. What's yours? My kill count's one. No, already? Jennifer Lawrence, J-Law. Jude Law. J-Law. Jude Law? You know, J-Law. <laughs> Jude Law? No, Jennifer Lawrence, the Wingle. Okay. Met her end to Roxanne's Geodude. You know, Jude Law's entire last name is Law. Uh, so if anyone, if the nickname J-Law should apply to anyone, it should be Jude Law. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I don't make the rules. Somebody else decided Jennifer Lawrence is J-Law, and everybody knows Can it. I Can I be devil's advocate for just a second? But I guess, but I don't care. Jude Law. <laughs> listen, listen. 
Jude Law and Jay Law are the same number of syllables, so you're not even yet shortening anything. It's a useless nickname. Jennifer Lawrence to Jay Law is a Much huge better. shortening. Much better, yeah. Yeah, but Jude Law's not Jay Law. Jude Law's Jude Law, and Jennifer Lawrence is Jay Law. I, uh, I didn't come up with this. It's semantics at this point. I didn't come up with this. Somebody else, some other genius came up with this branding. Well, they did a poor job because Jay Law makes a lot more sense for Jude Law because well, his last name is just Law. You know who else did a poor job? J-Law the Wingle, because she got <laughs> killed by a surprise... She killed in a rock-type Rock gym? tomb. Oh, uh, yeah. Those the rock tombs Geodude opened hard. up... It had sturdy, so the water gun didn't kill it, and then it just used a rock tomb, and that killed <laughs> Wingle. Yeah, those rock tombs really hit hard. So... so I'm not surprised. R.I.P. J-Law the Wingle. Rest in pedals, J-Law. Rest in pedals... And Josh is taking a big sip. And keep in mind, this fucking hero over here is doing this with COVID for you people. I'm going to sing a short, short song in remembrance of J-Law the Wingle, who I knew for about maybe an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, Jamie also included Wingle, but definitely not Pelipper. Oh, Pelipper made it. So oh, what a tragedy. For I you. will probably. And apparently I ran one when I played this originally. Because it's a it's a good HM friend. Yeah. So I will probably bring another one back once I encounter it. Yeah. But in the meantime, we'll send her off with a song by Flock of Wingles. I walked along Route 103. I never thought I'd meet a goal like you, meet a goal like you. With white feathers and tawny eyes, the kind of eyes that hypnotize me through, hypnotize me through. And I ran, I ran so far away. I just ran, I ran all night and day, I couldn't get away. Beautiful. Into the Geodude, killed Wingle. R.I.P. R.I.P. Flock of Seagulls might be where your sweet spot when you have COVID. Oh, I did a good job? Yeah. Great. It's those at low register, I think. Yeah, I could I could pull that one off under the circumstances. Plus, it was just so easy to even with COVID brain figure out what I had to sing for that one. <laughs> Joshua. Yes, you are. That's it. That's it. We've defeated Roxanne. We are headed to Duford Town. Wow. That's right. Next week. With Mr. Biney. With Mr. Briney. I suppose you don't need his boat. Yeah. Oh, there's so many water routes on this in this game. You remember that? Oh, fuck me. There's so many water routes in this game. Yeah. It's like before they figured out that everyone hates water routes. We are going to have to go through that again. I can't remember. I hope that they figured out a way to shorten it a little bit. Well, Mr. Briney was the way to shorten it, but <laughs> there's still so many water routes in this game. Yeah. Well, it's that leg near the end of the game when we are like searching for the legendaries yeah. and you're just like lost at sea. Oh, I'm really not looking forward to that. I really, really hate the water routes. Anyway, no. they've done away with them for the most part, but we are headed to do for gym next week to take on some clown. We hope you're playing along with us. 
and we hope your significant other or best friend or mom or peer or just me yeah. is giving you an, an adequate list to work with. But most likely you've got a list that uh, a lineup that looks a lot like the lineup Josh and I have. Because it's a Nuzlocke, baby. It's the beginning of the game. Wedlock. Wedlock. All right. And that's trademark uh, experience share. Yeah. New one. That's copyright. ours. Yep. Yep. And I put it, I wrote it on a postcard and I sent it to myself. So it's copyright. The poor man's copyright. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Joshua, thank you for joining me this week. Thank you. I will see you again next week when we go to gym number two. And hopefully you'll be feeling better. But truth be told, bug catchers, we're doing a double this week. Because Josh is going on another vacation soon. An actual vacation. To Montana. I'm going to be in the woods and nobody can bother me. And they don't have internet there. Lugging around (laughs) podcast equipment in the woods. So now we got to get ahead. So it'll seem like a normal week to you. Nothing will have changed for you. But Josh, I will see you again in a couple days. Yeah. Please do rate and review the show everywhere that you rate and review podcasts. And do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts. And do follow us at... EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram and at EXP Share, not the at sign, mm-hmm. just saying at right. the word at AT mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. EXP Share Pod.com. Yeah, and you can go to the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers, and you can participate in the trainer of the week, which is the level check for bug catchers. Yes. Where at the end of the season, if you get the most upvotes, you can battle us. And Maybe. Maybe. Hasn't happened Hasn't happened for last season yet, but... We need to arrange it. I can announce I saw that the winner of the trainer of the season for X and Y is Sleepy Shinji. Okay. So we will be arranging a battle with Sleepy Shinji, and we will get back to all of you with how it goes, and that will be Well, you get to pick, X and Y teams. You get to pick if you're going to play against my Legendaries and Pan Monkeys team, or (laughs) the Secret Society. My regular team. (laughs) Yeah, no Secret Society this time, but you will be able to battle us at the end of the season, or sometime after it. As you can tell, we haven't really had our shit together to organize that yet. Someone's been taking a lot of vacations recently. Yeah, yeah, that's what you call it, vacation. Uh, and buy our merch at expsharemerch.com. That's it. That's it. Bug catchers, Joshua, goodbye. Smell you later. Wait. Oh, what was it? Uh, Anusarti dopo. Anusarti dopo. Anusarti dopo. The S is like a Z, Anusarti. and you gotta roll the R. Anusarti dopo. Anuzarti dopo. Anuzarti dopo. You gotta roll the R. Anuzarti. How do you? How are you rolling this R? Anuzarti. Anuzarti dopo. Hear that? Hear that little tiny trill? Anuzarti There's like a Z in between the R and the T. Anuzarti dopo. Okay. Anuzarti dopo. We're gonna keep working on it. First episode. Got plenty of time to figure that out. Apologies to our Italian listeners. Hopefully, you can get through the season. Goodbye. Smell you later.